Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. The Chicago Bulls get a win, their third in a row against the Charlotte Hornets. But shortly after that win, they get news that Zach Levine will now be sidelined three to four weeks, which has led to speculation that maybe Zach Levine has played his final game in the Chicago Bulls jersey. We're going to talk about all that, plus how well exactly have the Chicago Bulls been playing per the statistics without Zach Levine. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes, but more importantly than that, you guys can follow the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every single social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. And so the Chicago Bulls get a win against the Charlotte Hornets, their third win in a row, a, a winning streak that we just have not had in this season. And it wasn't pretty. Like I just want to make it clear, this game was not the game that the last two were for the Chicago Bulls by any stretch of the imagination. They had glimpses of that and quarters of that, and they won every quarter of this game, right? Uh, but they didn't end up losing the fourth quarter, by, albeit by eight points, and that was a fourth quarter that looked really ugly. And in a lot of ways, it was a fourth quarter that the Bulls usually would have let themselves completely get away from the game in. They did not do that in. They were able to hold on to the victory. But, you know, sloppy play from the Bulls in this game, the 16 turnovers. At time, there also was a lot of DeMar DeRozan. You know, the players watching DeMar DeRozan going uh, to work again rather than moving without the ball. So we didn't have kind of that off-ball movement that has really been a big thing for the Bulls over the last uh, well, two games prior to this. And, you know, you really want to see the team get back to that because that is when they're most dangerous, right? And, you know, a part of that is as well, like DeMar DeRozan's 20 shots, inefficient uh, 20, 8 of 20 from the field. He ends up getting to the free throw line 14 times, hitting 12 of those for 29 points. Nikola Vucevic, though, this was a game where, like, especially with Mark Williams out in this game, seeing Nikola Vucevic play when this team just did not have a lot of frontline depth, right? They still had uh, uh, Richard starting in place of Mark Williams. This is a guy who's still 7 feet, 245 pounds, I believe. So still a big body there, right? But outside of that, it was all little guys up front and down low for the uh, the Charlotte Hornets. So the Bulls did feed Vooch. 17 shots for Vooch. He goes 8 of 17 from the field, 12 rebounds, 3 uh, assists, 1 block for 20 points. So it was good seeing Nikola Vucevic um, play this way, especially coming into this game. We talked a lot about can Vooch and DeMar both have big nights and they did in this one right but Kobe White going only six of 16 from the field but chipping in nine rebounds five assists in this game 19 points that was the big thing in that and he hit three three-pointers marking the uh, breaking a record for the Chicago Bulls of, of most three three-point makes uh in a row in games so shout out to Kobe there he hit the big shots right didn't hit a lot of them but he hit the big shots and that was important for Kobe White also getting to the free throw line solidly four or five from the three-point line was him Alex Caruso scored, chips in 12 points. He got dinged up. Uh, I think he got hit He got hit in the thigh. I would not be surprised if he's going to be out Friday, even with the news to Zach Levine. But he also chips in six assists, two, uh, I'm sorry, six rebounds, uh, two assists, two blocks as well from Alex Caruso. And then Patrick Williams, who didn't really step up scoring-wise like he had been the last few games. Again, only six shots from Patrick Williams. Part of that is because the ball just wasn't moving around as much. But also, we weren't moving as a team as much off the ball. Eight points from Patrick Williams, but nine assists. I'm sorry, nine rebounds, one assist, two steals, two blocks from Patrick Williams. He was finding a way to get aggressive, make his presence felt, 
in this game, and that was big for the Chicago Bulls as well. Like I said, this is not one of those kind of statement wins like the last two have seemed like with the play style and just the team just executing well and having heart. The execution sucked in this game. The Bulls played sloppy. Uh, they did play with energy. It was good that we still got the win, and it's important that you do find ways to get wins in games that necessarily don't go the best way. An ugly win is still a win, and sometimes that's those are the wins that help build, build character and identity. We got to see Julian Phillips, the rookie, early in this game. He only ends up playing six minutes. We even got a little Dale and Terry time in this one as well. But uh, not, a, not a lot of big production off the bench. You got eight points from Io DeSumo. You got seven and uh, seven points and nine rebounds from uh, Andre Drummond coming off this bench. And then six points as well for Torrey Craig. Uh, so, you know, there you go with that one. Uh, Javon Carter, only 11 minutes played. He was 0-1 from the field. Didn't really, uh, you know, three assists, one steal. Made some plays defensively, but didn't really, uh, he only took one shot. So, you know, there, there you go on that one. So, you know, that's kind of the game for the Chicago Bulls. But the biggest story coming out of this isn't going to be the Bulls win. It is going to be the play of Nikola Vucevic. It is going to be Kobe White breaking a, a record. It isn't going to be, uh, you know, any of that. It's going to be what came out shortly after the game, and that was Zach Levine, the Bulls announcing via their app. It came out on the Chicago Bulls app before it came out from Shams or Woj or anybody. And that's how you know this was an internal thing and maybe even a time thing that was planned. But it was announced that Zach Levine is going to miss three to four more weeks with his foot injury, now putting into question, is he ever going to suit up for the Chicago Bulls again? A lot of people don't think so. And so when you look at it, the, the kind of the timeline of this, just the day before this came out, Billy Donovan just went on record to say that Zach Levine was progressing faster than they expected and he was more optimistic about a return. Then less than, well, a little over 24 hours later, you're now saying he's going to miss three to four more weeks. And also they put in this, he will not travel with the team on Friday. He will speak to reporters on Thursday, which is weird enough because when's the last time you've seen Bulls players that also are injured speaking with reporters? And I know they're going to have practice, shoot around, whatever it is, but it's just the timing of all this has now led people to wonder and think, has, is this now them sitting basically Zach until the trade goes down. And, you know, I talked a little bit. I dropped an emergency episode, so I talked a little bit about the reasons why, if they are moving him, this makes sense. A, they could have a deal in place already now in communicating with teams that they've, you know, talked to over the last few weeks. They could have the framework of a deal in place, but the pieces of that deal either can't be moved until mid-December, which the three- to four-week timeline kind of points more so to that being maybe a rookie is involved in that deal, and that pushes it towards that January 15th date. So, that's something to look at there. And if that's the case, it makes sense. Then also when you look at it, the Bulls may very well say, hey, we want to see this roster. We like the way that they're playing together. We don't want to disrupt the groove that they're kind of getting into, the, rule, the, the, the roles that they are now starting to naturally fit into. We don't want to disrupt that with bringing back Zach Levine, and we know the writing's on the wall for Zach Levine. So while they may not have a deal in place now, they, they just don't, they want to remove that distraction from the team, especially hearing that he will not be traveling with the team either. So that's kind of the, the two more prominent ones. One outside of it as well is that they just look at it and say, hey, Zach Levine's value, uh, the trade market, we've already heard that it's low. It's, it's not a big one for him. Maybe they just say, hey, it can't really get any lower via the deals that we're hearing. Why risk him getting injured, right? And, you know, that's another aspect of it as well. But when you just look at how this all has happened, right? It just points towards it being something that, you know, they're, they're just unofficially, officially sitting them out until the trade gets done. Now, if they already have a trade in place, cool, that three to four week timeline makes me think that a rookie is going to be involved. And maybe this is again, this is speculation, not reporting for me. So I want to be clear on that. 
uh, maybe that LA that rumored LA deal is the one that the Bulls are taking because a rookie in J- Jalen Hood Shafino would be involved in that deal, and then so maybe that's the case. Or even the deal that we talked about yesterday on the bonus episode with the Toronto Raptors involved Grady Dick, which is another rookie that then could not be traded until January fifteenth either. So you know the fact that that the 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 time period kind of coincides with that that January puts it right around that January 15th date. Um, I think that it may, it may point in the direction that, yeah, uh, Zach Levine's not going to come back. Uh, you know, maybe a, a, a rookie's involved in that, and the Bulls just don't want to risk it. And so we have a voicemail on it too, so I'll go into a little bit more in detail there. But then also there's the, the, the more concerning part, right, and the part that I did not talk about on the emergency episode is, but what if this is legit? What if this is a legit injury? Right. And again, outside chance. But what if this is a legit injury that really does have Zach Levine sideline three to four weeks? That is the worst case scenario for the Bulls. And the reason why I say that if this injury is real and it's not just the Bulls sitting Zach Levine out, that then the questions already around Zach Levine's ability to stay healthy, uh, having a, a, a semi major injury in every season of the last three years for sure. Maybe that puts more in the question of will the Bulls be able to move him by the deadline? So I do hope that it's one of those other scenarios in which the Bulls are either, you know, sending him to the side, they don't want to risk him getting getting hurt, or they already have a deal in place for him. But if this is a legit injury to where he legit he really can't play basketball for three to four weeks, that may be the worst case scenario for the Bulls and Zach if they want to try to get a deal done this season for Zach Levine, and that's something that I know a lot of people are going to talk about, the speculative part of it, the the, the possible uh, the the conspiracy around it all, but I want to talk about it from that point as well because if Zach is legitimately hurt, that's that's bad. That I'm talking about that is bad to the point to where you may just not find a deal for Zach Levine until the offseason, and if that happens, which I still want to make sure that I'm saying, is probably the least likely scenario in all of this, but if that is a legit injury, Oh, man, uh, this is going to get ugly because the Bulls are then going to have the contract of Zach Levine, the person of Zach Levine. I don't want to just call him a contract. It's not like he can't play basketball at all. But you have Zach Levine now on your team who clearly wants out. You've tried to move on from him. The trade market was already low for him. And then even if you do move it towards the offseason, which typically you get more assets back when you make big deals like that in the offseason. But if it's coming due to injury, that's not going to be good for the for the outlook of the Chicago Bulls. So. Best case scenario, they already have a deal in place. The, uh, the, the team that they have that deal in place with is basically experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. We say, hey, let's go ahead and sit them. You have a reason outside of the, the NBA's uh, uh, player protocol, the, the resting guidelines. You now have that injury in place. You know, they, they, they marked it as uh, inflammation in that foot. So, you know, that's something that, you, you know, you, you can legitimately sit somebody for that. But Lord have mercy. If it is one of those things to where Zach Levine is legitimately hurt and it's a major one, that's where stuff starts getting ugly for the Chicago Bulls in their hopes to move Zach Levine by this year's trade deadline. Now, with that said, Kobe White was asked about Zach being out, and he said this. I think it's given us a lot of confidence. Obviously, with Zach out, being the caliber of player he is, it allows more opportunity. But you can't replace Zach Levine. We try to do it collectively, and we try to make up for what he does on the floor. Um, and so what is that? What does that mean when you say, you know, they try to do it as a unit, right? They try to do it collectively. And I wanted to go over some of the stats right now for the Chicago Bulls in the three games Zach Levine's been out. Now, I want to make sure that I throw out the caveat to this, that this they have not faced the best competition other than that win against the Milwaukee Bucks for sure, right? Which... We'll see how they're going to play against us on Monday. We got to get through the San Antonio first, but so other than that, you know, you haven't played against necessarily the best competition. But the raw stats are telling uh, for what this team is. Again, again, the caveat of we have not been playing the best teams over this three-game stretch. But over the last three games, the Chicago Bulls are averaging 118.3 points per game. That would be good enough for the seventh best offense in the NBA. We're averaging 47 and a half field goal shooting percentage in the NBA as a team. That would be good enough for 11th in the NBA it, uh, it, over, that, over that time if the Bulls did that for a whole season. Three-point shooting percentage. We're shooting the ball 41% from three-point range. That would be first in the NBA in three-point shooting percentage. Three-point attempts, we're averaging 34 three-point attempts per game. That would be good enough for 14th in the NBA. And assists. We're averaging 29 assists per game. Over this stretch, this three-game winning streak with Zach Levine out, that would be good enough for third in the NBA. What does that tell you? The Chicago Bulls offense right now, they're doing it collectively. The, the ball moving around more. The players all kind of getting shots. It's paying off for the Bulls in confidence and in results. Now, am I saying that if you take Zach Levine away from this team, would they have those numbers for the whole season? No, I'm not saying that. But I am saying it to not necessarily to knock Zach Levine, but to acknowledge how well this team is playing together in this current stretch of the season. They are playing extremely well together and executing in almost, almost in what you can say is elite statistically. Again, you're not playing against the best competition, so you definitely get a little buffer uh, for that in there as well. But those, those numbers, especially, and the reason why I use the offensive numbers specifically 
is that Zach Levine is such an amazing offensive weapon when he gets on and going to see the Chicago Bulls averaging more assists, more points per game, right? Shooting the ball at a better efficiency from both three and from the field in the last three games. That's telling for the Chicago Bulls. That's telling for what how this these young players are stepping up. So in like yesterday's episode, when I asked, can the Chicago Bulls keep winning without Zach Levine? I can tell you what, if they can keep executing and playing in this manner, hey, that is, that's, that's, that again, you're, again, you're not going to do that against every competition. Uh, you're not going to have the same results against every level of competition either. But seeing the Bulls play this way, it's just, it's been, it's, it's really been refreshing to see. It's been refreshing to see the team play in this manner and be able to execute like they have been. This team is playing excellently excellently and they're doing it as a unit and so when you look at this i say i say like this uh when you when you think of the of the bulls front office possibly um possibly sitting out possibly sitting out zach levine and making that decision of we're just going to go ahead and let zach sit when you look at that that's telling on why the chicago bulls may want to see what this team really looks like without zach levine and 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 continue to evaluate the value of these players. The Bulls also, since I, I did give out the, the offensive numbers, but the Bulls have a defensive rating as a team over the last three games of 109.8. Keep in mind, average is 110. They are playing an above-average brand of defense, a well-than-above-average statistical output offensively, and that shows that this Chicago Bulls team can get it done. They just got to keep doing it and show that they can do it at a high level. But before we go, we got one voicemail that I want to play because it's so topical to the Zach Levine news and i wanted to play this one before anything changes or we get any other news and zach levine with the press with him talking to media today we'll have an episode out shortly after he talks to media because we kind of just have to but we got a voicemail from big O. we're gonna go ahead and play that now word brother hey big old brother uh appreciate your response in the last couple of videos great response to the dialogue as always uh you know i'll be trying to fit so many things i'll be uh know, be on my mind uh, when we talking bulls and listen to you guys' videos. So, uh, I'll try to keep it short. <laughs> but uh, the Zach Levine trade, uh, uh, with him being uh, put on the shelf for the next few weeks, I definitely agree. I think he made probably 95% chance we've seen the last Zach Levine in the Bulls before. But I think it's a win, 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 win all across the board. I think it's several reasons why you put him up. You guys say that the obvious ones. You don't want you know, to risk injury. And if there's a deal in place, that other team probably said, hey, uh, put my product up, man. You know, we don't want no issues messing, messing what we got, you know, uh, messing this up. So I appreciate you y'all wrapping up with some bubble wrap and uh, hold on to them, keep them nice and neat for us until we can uh, make that trade official. But secondly, if that ain't the case, uh, in a lot of these deals, uh, it's going to be, Probably a player or two going with Zach Levine. I think Andre Drummond is a candidate. I think uh, Javon Carter is a candidate. I, in, a, in a crazy different scenario, I don't think it's a too, too much out the rim. I think one of the young guys is a candidate to move with Zach Levine. Because uh, for what we know, uh, uh, this guy don't want to take. Uh, he don't want to be bad. So if you're trying to turn Zach Levine into A, uh, uh, a quality, much better, I ain't gonna say a much better player, but somewhere, you know, around the Zach Levine type of player as far as the level of player, or be a younger player with super high upside, it may cost him a little bit more than Zach Levine. So in that case, I think one of the young guys possibly could be moved. 
So by sitting back, you, you get to showcase these guys. Now, how y'all looking good? See, hey, uh, Kobe take his game to another level. Not to say that that's the thinking that they want to move one of these guys, but if it's like a deal you can't refuse where it might cost that and something else for these young guys, it looks more better. So, you know, these guys get to showcase their game on why they can, they can deserve more minutes and also why they may be a good candidate to get moved with Zach Levine. But other than that, I think one of the best obviously going to be moved with Zach Levine uh, because you're talking about two or three players coming back. So I think Javar Carter in, in that case, if there's a lot of salary coming back, make his salary with Zach makes sense. And then if it's like a little bit less than salary, Drummond don't make a lot, so you get him with uh, Zach Levine. And in that case, uh, you know, it keeps the, the salary, the trade, uh, you know, salary a little bit. Hey, Big O, I, I understand completely what you're saying, right? That Zach Levine has probably played his last game in, in the Chicago Bulls jersey. I think I think that the writing's on the wall for that. Um, if not, the only way that I see that that not being the case is if this injury is legit, prior to what I said in the last segment, and Zach Levine just can't go. If that ends up being the case and Zach Levine is legitimately injured, we may see Zach Levine still being a Bulls uniform by the end of this season. That's just what I'm going to say there. But, yeah, looking at what how the young guys are going to continue to play, how they fight for each other, how they compete, how they're, how they're running the system that we heard that the Bulls want to, to get into this season, they are running that play style and being effective at it. Now, last game wasn't so much that against the Charlotte Hornets. Let's hope we can get back on track and get to playing that play style again more consistently and executing it better. But I, I definitely agree with you. When you uh, everything that you said, that if you, they do have a deal in place, that team may say, hey, listen, we're basically putting Zach Levine on layaway. We cannot right now complete this deal per the rules of the NBA. So, therefore, can you please sit Zach so that way it doesn't risk him getting hurt. You already know what you're getting back, and the Bulls could be confident in that. Now, we're going to have to wait three to four weeks to see that actually come and what that deal could be. And uh, I'll say this, if that deal does involve a rookie, then that's going to come back to this and be like, yeah, it was legit. The Bulls did sit Zach Levine because they had a deal in place. But at the end of the day, the Bulls are making probably the right decision for them, especially if they already have a trade partner with the framework of a deal. And, and they may be making the best decisions, even though players like Kobe White are saying, hey, we, we aren't better without Zach Levine. You want that. They're going to say that. That's their guy, their players. They're going to say that. But it may be best for the development of these young guys to keep going through this stretch of time without Zach Levine. Let's see what pieces we get back, how they add to the core, if they are more young pieces to add to this. And listen, we'll see what that future may bring for the Chicago Bulls. It may bring about maybe a better future overall for the team. So that's kind of my thought process on it. You guys can let me know what you think, as always, down below. Make sure you guys are following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related, thanks to you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See right if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.